Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is making gay friends. Yes. Gay friends, how to get them. Gay friends, help. Gay friends. <laughs> I need help. Well, yeah. Yeah. This is This sparked from me being very concerned because... I had an awakening the other day. Okay. That that... No friends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had an awakening. This is like, I think a lot of people interpreted it that way because I was posting about it on Instagram. No, I saw. I was like, she's going through a crisis right now. Yeah, I was spiraling. Yeah. So Me, one of your friends, not reaching out about it either. (laughs) (laughs) Not like not a single message being like, I'm your friend. No. I was like, this is, this is sad. (laughs) Now that I think of it, none of my friends did. Yeah, we were talking about it. <laughs> In our secret group chat, we were talking about yeah. how desperate you were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Very, that, that's, that calms my anxiety. Thank yeah, you so much. That might help. Yeah, I really appreciate it. No. So basically, um, I, I was spiraling the other day. Sorry, did you hear this? ghostly sound coming from the fireplace yeah and it's so spooky in here yeah anyways <laughs> oh my god okay well before we get into my spiraling yeah I as should, usual as usual um first and foremost thank you to all of our patrons we appreciate you so much thank you for being so generous if you are a patron then you get to watch the video version of this podcast every monday everyone else gets it fridays Audio is always on Mondays. I'll find an easier way to say that. I was going to say, you're giving me very much 10 on the 5 energy. I know. And every time you say that, it like really stresses me out. So I've got to get better. Okay. Okay. Um, I also want to say... Because I just heard you... Sorry. I just heard you list every day of the week. (laughs) I'm like, and on Wednesdays, people between ages 24 and 35 get a bonus episode. And And Sunday (laughs) comes after Saturday. And then... (laughs) 65 plus seniors deal on Sunday matinees. Only before 11 a.m. though. (laughs) Um, A huge thank you to our patrons, Aiden, Emily, Kate, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, If you want to become a patron because you want to see this on video on Monday. (laughs) On Monday. Oh, no. (laughs) Then you can go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. It's linked in the bio. And look at me. This week I'm wearing our merch. Looks like somebody <laughs> forgot. I fucked up this time. Yeah. <laughs> so I am wearing Erica merch. Jane merch, though. Are <laughs> Maybe you? Maybe not the time to be repping that. <laughs> Wait, that's her merch? Yeah. What does it stand for? Um, dick sucking lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's like a. Um, like a knockoff YSL logo. Right. But DSL. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just basically supporting like white collar crime at this point. Yeah, you so. are. I didn't know that that was part of her brand. Yeah. Like she just went in with that. She did she really have a did. song called Dick Sucking Lips? Or? Um, probably not <laughs> yet. <laughs> the finances probably got a little stuck. <laughs> <laughs> little tied up. Yeah, a little yeah. tied up. Okay, so basically I thought of this episode oh, once again. Sorry. Once again. <laughs> two two notes of housekeeping. Okay. First of all, we are probably just gonna keep flying around my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um on the video. You will tell that we were feeling very sexy on a bed. Now we're very sexy on a sofa. Yeah. Next week, something will probably be wrong, <laughs> so we'll be very sexy in the bathroom. <laughs> my issue on the bed as 
you all saw if you watched the video is that I fidget so much. Yeah. And I already do that. Like even just sitting here. Yeah. But on the bed, it was, there was too much. Like I, you, I was you, stressed. You very much focused on that. You needed feet on the floor, but your feet are in fact, not on the floor. I just need to be like more grounded. Like I feel more grounded right now. <laughs> more grounded than a bed. We literally talked about how we felt like we were in a crunch position. That was you. I felt sexy. <laughs> I mean, you looked great. Thank you. But I was just, there was too much movement. And then my... Do I have a booger in my eye? Um, Do I don't know. Ask the video. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the audience. <laughs> this is live. Yeah, I um, love when you said it was live. And then we were like, no, it's not live, live on air. Just and I lied about all, all of, of it. those. Yeah. Um, and my second note of housekeeping mm-hmm. is I find it very ironic okay. that in the last episode, you claimed that your family did not own a whaling vessel. And then <laughs> you sent me the most horrific seafood TikTok I've ever witnessed in my entire <laughs> entire life i literally was watching it shocked well it's like how people now send me furry tiktok because it's part of my brand but you're into that party <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the difference yeah, that's true that you sent me a giant squid yeah that the man <laughs> basically like decapitated then he made rice that had lobster <laughs> Like tilapia. I was even shocked where that was going. Scramps, like everything. (laughs) Scramps? Scramps, little scramps. Then he proceeded to stuff that and a sausage Mm -hmm. inside the giant squid and then bake it all. Baked it. Like like stuffing a turkey, but a squid. And then the caption you sent it with was my ideal meal. (laughs) (laughs) So you're never helping your point it did look really good but i will say i it was so obnoxious that i usually don't send you stuff like that because i want to send it to you to bother you but then i'm also like it's a little offside because you're vegan yeah you know so there's like a fine line between bothering you and like really like triggering you (laughs) but that one i was like it's worth the trigger okay like it was just that bad that i was like i've never seen like a debacle like this. I also genuinely didn't know where it would end. No, like, me neither. I didn't know if the giant squid was then going into something else. And then he was pouring other um, seafood on the top yeah. and like cooking it with oil over top of it. It was unbelievable. It was so those are my items of housekeeping. So okay. back, let's go back to you having no friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you follow me on Instagram at Brianne Williams, at, at, at Brianne Williams, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was funny because everyone's commenting after the first video about how our expressions are like so shocking because they've listened to 150 episodes and then now they're finally seeing our faces and I'm like, it's so much worse for me because I feel like in the audio, sometimes you miss some of the like processing I'm doing while trying to speak. Yeah. Like Sean, Sean knows when we were in the closet that a lot of times I would even like close my eyes while trying to get a thought out. Yeah. You also like, like a, I'm like a head rub yeah. on the temple, but you're not a super emotive person. I feel like I emote a lot with my face, That's which I've true. been trying to stop so that I don't get fine lines and wrinkles, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's not going very well for you. Let me say that. Okay. So <laughs> Once again, back to you yeah, having back no friends. To me, yeah, having no friends. Um, so I posted on my Instagram about how I felt like I didn't have the skill set 
to make new friends. And I think a lot of people interpret it as like, I either didn't have friends or I was really stressed of the lack of friends that I had. Right. And I think like, this is going to come off potentially braggy, but I do have a lot of friends. Okay. But all of my friends are very like long-term friends or I've met, met situationally in a very like natural sense. Like for example, when I got close to Lauren, it was cause I already knew you and then I'm around here all the time and you and naturally you leave and, and she's I, like cooking you dinner. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lie. Yeah. And then she's like, please leave. And I'm like, no. We're and you do that now. Yeah. You yeah. do that for long enough, you know, yeah. <laughs> your besties. <laughs> so I, I just realized that in my adult life, I would say like, since I graduated university, I've never just like proactively tried to make a friend. Right. And I realized that because I was, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I, I mean, I embarrassed myself enough on this podcast, so let's just go for it. There was a person this night that I realized that I never did this, that I want to be friends with. In this whole thing, you've realized there's someone you want to be friends with? Well, I already know that I want to be friends with this person. Oh, yeah. Do I know this person? Yeah, but I, I don't want to say oh, it. It's okay. embarrassing. Okay. Oh my god! Like I'm already embarrassed about it. Like okay. I'm literally getting flush. So I, like, I think this person's cool. I want to be their friend. Okay. Is it me? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought we were already there. No. <laughs> I think this person's cool, and I want to be their friend. And there's, to be honest, it's not just this person. I think that there's a few people that if I could be their friend, I'd be excited that I was their friend that I just like have met in Vancouver throughout the years. And they've gotten to the point of like, if I saw them out or if I saw them with a group of friends, we might like exchange conversation or like, you know, we follow each other on social media, maybe exchange DMs, but I would never go as far as being like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's go for a coffee date. Let's go for lunch. I hope you know this entire time I've just been running through every single person I've seen you bump into while we're out. Yeah. Trying to Nancy Drew who this could be. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the whole list after. Actually. Oh, my God. Well, okay. that, like I said, there's probably a few people that I just feel like, honestly, okay, when I was thinking about this, and part of the reason I wanted to talk about it on the podcast okay. is because. you're going to strike me the, for a second. <laughs> the last adult friend I made just like randomly was you. Oh, I don't think that's true. Who else is my friend that I would hang out with one-on-one? This one is very on one? hot touching. <laughs> <laughs> my hands are We're very clammy. The, no, it's nice. They're very cold. Brand. Yeah. You're like a salamander. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you have people, maybe you wouldn't consider them friends. Yeah. But I feel like in the time that since we've become yeah. friends, I've heard you introduce new characters. Mostly like social media people, I guess. Yeah, and see, that's the difference is I think that a lot of people misinterpreted. They were like, oh, Brie is really sad. She has no fucking <laughs> friends. <laughs> and I was like, I am coming off desperate. So I get that interpretation. It's more that I feel like I naturally connect to a lot of people. Right. I feel like I am an empath. I feel like I am extroverted and I just easily have conversations with people, even though I spiral about them after because of my anxiety. But I'm, I'm very, you've seen me out. Like I like to go up and talk to people that I know I interact with people on social media, but for me, it's like, it always stops there. 
Like I don't have the skill set. You haven't secured full friendship. Level. Even if I want to, like in the it, like, I think my the realization for me was that I want to like hang out with certain people, right? But I'm too chicken shit to actually like ask them to hang out. Oh, okay. And I don't know how to do that in a normal way. Little do you know, the only reason that you haven't had a new friend since me is because every time I see you out with someone, yeah. I go up after and say, <laughs> don't even fucking, don't even think about it. <laughs> like, or actually, I warn them. You warn them. <laughs> You know what? That would actually make me feel much better. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, that's the reason I have no new friends. Yeah. Sean like, just she threatens looks them. cute from the outside, but she's a nightmare <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> just walk away. Get while you walk can. away. <laughs> okay. So I had this whole like spiral moment publicly, you yes, know, yes. on my Instagram about like this whole thing. And everyone was super sweet. You know, they're writing comments of like, oh, well, this is how you can find friends to make. And like, this is how you can whatever. And for the people listening that might be interested in that, people are being like, oh, hobbies, like sports, join a pottery class, go to a fucking stand-up show and talk to the person next to you. Whatever. Unrealistic also. Though. Also, just no. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that. Trust, okay. we'll, okay. trust okay. me, okay. we will okay. get into that. I'm, I'm trusting the process here. My issue is not that I need to go seek out new people to become friends with. Okay. It's that there's already people in my life that I feel like I'm at the cusp of friendship with, but I never tip it over. Right. I keep them like here. I'm like, I'll talk to you like you're my friend when, I'm, when I happen to see you out. I'll DM with you. But I would never like, I feel like I'm just too self-conscious to like actually like make the move. Right. Friendship. Well... At least you know what the issue is. I know, but I... Okay, so this is what happened before we get into talking about queer friendships in general because what came of this is a lot of people were actually very fascinated about this topic and engaging with their own stories and which I thought was interesting because I think queer friendship is a whole other thing. Oh, it's a way different beast than anything other friendship-wise that I could imagine. Anything else? No. Uh, Anyway, But I got it. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I was like, agreed. I could loosely string <laughs> like five words together and you would still understand I'd be like, them, absolutely. So. <laughs> like, wow. Someone write that down for his tell-all <laughs> book one day. <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> Very articulate. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so here's my thing. I gave it a try. Okay. I, I was like, you know what? You're spiraling about this. <laughs> Sean. Sean. I'm going to read you what I <gasps> said. Oh my God. If this person's watching, they'll know who it is. And that's so fucking embarrassing. But like, I just, I'd have to tell the people that I did try. Okay. Okay. This is so embarrassing. Oh my God. I'm actually really excited. This is really juicy. I know. It's so embarrassing. And I need you to tell me what this means because my, oh, my, I'll tell ang- you what it means. my anxiety is like so stressed out. Okay. So as I said, I've never just like asked a person to hang out, okay, right? Like a friend date. Like a friend date. Yeah. That's not already a friend or a friend of a friend. Yeah. Or like someone I know through you or another good friend or like school or work. Like just like a just a random cold cold call okay. for a friend date. Yeah. Okay. So I messaged, I said. <laughs> Sean, I'm so nervous. I'm really okay. excited. <laughs> it's like okay. I said, if you ever want to hang. Let me know. I don't know how to make new friends at 29. This is my attempt. <laughs> okay, you went you went in. Was that was that a bad start? Um, I don't know if you really wanted to play all those cards right now. Okay, like what 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 should I have started with? 
why couldn't you've just said hey do you want to hang sometime <laughs> see that's the thing but then my anxiety was like i need to give more i need to like i need to like pre-apologize for the fact that i'm awkward right and that's like i'm a self-sabotager yeah because i was like if i tell them that this is my awkward attempt to make a friend then like they won't think i'm awkward. <laughs> Okay, well, what happened? <laughs> okay, they responded. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. No, thank you. And then I was blocked. <laughs> yeah. They responded into it. And I responded, yay, okay. And now I'll probably never talk to them again. Okay. Yeah, I would say if they did want to be friends with you, they probably would have said something more than into right? it. Right? That's or what I thought. Or they would have probably validated your awkward 29-year-old comment. That's what I thought. That's my thought. But I gave, maybe they're that, not that style of communicator. We I, don't know. I gave them a lot of, like, meat to work with, you know? Yeah. A lot of seafood to work with. A squid casserole, if you will, <laughs> to work with. And I just felt like that's the thing. I gave so much towards our friendship. Yeah. And they didn't reciprocate. They said, I see your <laughs> sincerity and awkwardness and I raise you. No, thank no. You. <laughs> <laughs> so the first attempt didn't go. It's a no. See, that's what I thought. It's a no, right? I should never talk to them again in my life. Because what am I going to do? I'm going to follow up again now. I'm going to follow up again and be like, hey, remember when you said into it? Like, how about, like, come. How about we get into it? How about we. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a no. You should move on. Oh Down the God. list we go. <laughs> <laughs> Down the list. <laughs> oh, my God. See, that's so hard to do. Yeah. It got me really empathizing with people that are out there dating because I'm like, this shit's hard. Yeah. It's, I will say, though, I think that making friends is harder. It's than harder dating. because you can't, it's like, you know what? I'm really, we've talked about on this podcast yeah. before. I'm really good at flirting. Yeah. I'm a flirt. Okay? Everybody knows you want to fuck. Everyone well. knows. <laughs> like When I'm, when I'm, when I'm flirting, everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows the deal. Um, even my friends know when I'm flirting with them, but when you're making like a just now, when you touch my leg, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when you're making a new friend, I'm like, I don't know how to just do this. All of my friends in life have been so circumstantial, which I, I feel like is normal. Like most people meet friends because, you know, they grew up together or they went to school together or they happen to be in the same, uh, hobby or sport or whatever it may be. Yeah. I think that's natural. Like, I don't think I'm abnormal for that, but I do see a lot of people around me having the skill set to also just be like, oh, that person's cool. Like, I'd like to engage with them. Yes. And like, I don't know if I didn't have you trapped for seven weeks straight at VNDS that I would have like snagged you. Yeah, if you didn't barricade the doors. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't like force you to stand beside me yeah. for three years straight and then force you to start a podcast with me, I don't know if I would have got you. Yeah. I will say though, I was scared uh, to even follow you on Instagram because I didn't think you would follow me back because <gasps> really? I thought you had too many followers. Oh and my God, that's really, so cute. I was really happy when you followed me back. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and now you hate everything about me. And now me. that was the worst mistake I've ever <laughs> made. <laughs> but I remember it fondly. Oh my God. I will say though, that's cute. this is not really relating to queer friends specifically. Okay. But I do think we're almost at the point in our life that a lot of people that are people that can create friendships easily yeah. are almost at like a max capacity for friends. Yeah. In terms of like, 
it takes a lot of brain mm-hmm. power to stay on top. Can you click that? Yeah, I got to do the thing where I just finger yeah, your laptop good. for a second. Yeah. Okay. Um, it takes a lot of brain capacity to stay on top of friendships and be a good friend. Yes, and I, feel I agree. Like at this point in our life, mm-hmm. lives, lives, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't have that, especially in a fucking pandemic. Yeah, like I feel like people are no, kind of they're at their ceiling. I, I think there's some people that are looking for a lot more communication now because yeah. the pandemic was probably hard if they didn't have a close circle of friends. And then there's the people that are like, I understand that I am tapped out. Right, and that's the weird thing for me. Is like I feel like I am a selfish wannabe friend maker because yeah. I don't want just like other new random friends. I have my eyes on like a no, few particulars. You have a list. I have like people that I like th- have thought were really like cool or I would get along with. Okay. For a long time, I'm not like asking for the crowds to come in. I don't got time. No. And like that sounds wrong, but I know everyone else is in that position too. So me saying that about myself, I'm also like hyper aware that other people have busy lives, busy schedules. It's hard enough for them to keep up with their friends as is. And it's like, do people like I've been on the other side of that where it's like, it's not that I don't like the person or want to engage with them. But when they ask me to like hang out, I'm like, oh, my God, like I already haven't seen these certain friends in a month. Yeah. It's like setting aside that time for a dinner or a day as you get older is a bigger deal. Yeah. So I get I think I'm too aware of that and like empathetic about that because when I'm about to try and engage someone to go to the next level of friendship, if you will, I'm like already being like, you're annoying them. They don't have time. Why the fuck would they want a new friend? They're too cool, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a slippery slope. And it's like, in a lot of cases, that's true. Like, I wish I could sit here on this podcast and give like fake advice. Like, no, just go for it. Everyone wants to be your friend. Like, it's not true. It's not that everyone doesn't want to be your friend. It's just that people like I even said on my Instagram post, I was like, honestly, part of it is when new people are around me. Um, the like joke of like no new friends that people always say, like for me, sometimes that's a real thing because I feel safe with my friend group. I feel safe with my people because I'm so socially anxious that or just anxious in general. Yeah. Then I'm like, you've ticked more than just the social. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, it's <laughs> an umbrella. You're generalized yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Then I'm like, if I'm with my close people, yeah. my friends and family that I know, know and love me and have, and have shown that. And I've in my mind embarrassed myself or said stupid stuff or, you know, whatever had anxiety about certain situations. And I know they still want to be my friend and still love me. It's like, that's my comfort zone. That's my safe space. Whereas like, it's a big mental health hurdle for me to sit down with a new person because I know if I went to lunch with a new person, even if it was like, I really want to go for lunch with this person, I'm going to think about that for the next fucking week. Oh, for sure. Like it's, it it won't end. No. Like some people maybe afterwards are like, Oh, did that go well? I'm like, no, I will be picking that apart for on the, next the week. flip side though. Yeah. I think, and I think this directly relates to queer friends for me. I think yeah. there are a lot of people that need to do a friend edit. That's because true. I think a lot of people have friends that they made through school or made mm. through even fucking elementary school. Like yeah. I have friends that I met in university, but I also have friends that I met in elementary school. Mm. I, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that was good. At least it's at the end of a fucking sentence. 
your face. <laughs> Are we're we back. <laughs> we're back. Okay. Um, I have friends that I wait. I just had a wedgie. I just oh had to get God. it. God. Sorry. Are you good? <laughs> Hold on. In case my new friend's watching, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now they're not watching. (laughs) (laughs) They're not engaging in any of your content. Oh, my God. Okay, Um, sorry. So what was I saying? Friends in elementary school, friends in things that need to make an edit. Right. Um, I think people get too comfortable in their friend groups Mm -hmm. on the the flip side of what you said. Yeah. Because there are some people that I've known for so long that... Mm. I don't really align with anymore. Right. And I think some of the danger for me is that I was so excited to make queer friends that I have friends that I made when I was like 19, 20, that I'm a completely different person from them. Yeah. And I will meet up with them or see them out. And I'm like, we have, we have grown in different ways. Oh my God. That's so true. So I think there are, maybe if people did a friendship edit, we could just get everybody out there to do a friendship edit. And then we could, start mixing up the groups. Certain people would would have more room for me. Yeah. Like an example is there is this friend who I still consider a dear friend, Mm -hmm. but I went to drinks with them. Yeah. And I was talking about how this other friend of ours that they're, those two are not currently friends anymore. Yeah. But another person that we knew for basically the entire time that I've known them is now pregnant. Okay. And this other friend of mine, um, made a joke like, Oh, and they're going to keep it. Right. (laughs) And I was just like, I understand. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable, (laughs) not because I I, think that's a good joke. Well, I was like, I understand that kind of humor because I kind of have that humor sometimes, Mm. but I'm like, this is somebody that you know personally and obviously is excited about their pregnancy. Yeah. And that was a moment for me that really sat with me because I was like, I, I don't have usually when I was probably 19 or 20, I would kind of banter along in that kind of way. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I don't even think that's funny anymore. It just kind Uh of made me sad. Yeah. Cause I'm like, can't you just be happy for, it's weird. Those moments (laughs) where you realize like you outgrew certain aspects of totally types of humor or communication. Yeah. And I have a, a plenty of those types of friendships yeah. that like I have done edits, but I also think I've also just learned where to put certain friendships. Yeah. Like when you're younger, I feel, especially when you first come out and, or are just experiencing your own queerness for the first time. It's like anyone who is also queer, you're like, ah, exactly. we're going like to be best friends. One. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and like, then you're like, oh no, you're actually a racist. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> if you're talking about white that gay has, men, has, so there's yeah. a 50% chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, and I think you don't really like break down whether they're like your kind of person. You're just excited to have a group of LGBTQ plus people yeah. around you. Um, and it's chosen family, but you're kind of choosing like aunts and uncles. That you know, <laughs> the family's getting a little too big. The extended cousins. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, why? Yeah. So I think like later in my life, I'm like, okay, this person is great for like going out and partying with. This yeah. person is someone that I'd love to sit down and have a two hour conversation with. And I think that's okay. It's okay to like, for not every friend to be your best friend in every capacity and like fill every friendship need in your life. Exactly. Like you can have different friends for different reasons. You can have me to be incredibly awkward and make you uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what I've, the box (laughs) I have checked. (laughs) And you know, 
Like, I feel like with me, you know that I'm not always the going out friend. No, you're not. Sometimes, though. Every once like in a while, you make out, an I'm appearance. Fun, um, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're fun when you go out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just getting me out. It's just getting issue. you out. It's like, come but on, Grandpa Sean. I feel like you know that. I will be the realest bitch on the block if you. That's true. <laughs> that so. is very true. No, yeah. There's there's different people for different things, right? Um, like I am the friend that will get you kicked off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm the one to turn for. Or turn you're the for that, yeah. you're the friend that'll have to walk home from the strip club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the friend that's very focused on getting my steps in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I thought that. That was fascinating. And then the other thing that came up is I asked um, on my stories, a little poll. I was like, how many people like relate to kind of this thought process of being an adult? And like, unless you have something like super in common, like you're on the same sports team or a really close mutual friend, like just being able to meet somebody, like how do you do that? And 75% of people said they agreed, which didn't surprise me because I do think it's like a really hard thing in adult life. Yeah. But what did surprise me, and I think it's unique to queerness, is I had like a little message box on the next slide that was like, how did you meet your friends? Like, was it sports? Was it whatever? Right. And so many people. Sorry, my contacts just like sliding around my eyeball. Oh my God. Is this the Halloween special where you pull your fucking eyeball out of your yeah. head? That it's was been like- glass the whole time. <laughs> that was the creepiest fucking thing. You were digging in there. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you just got to jostle them around. Oh, wow. Are you okay now? Good yeah, I think continue? so. Sometimes it just gets dry. So you need to like get some more eye liquid under it. Oh, <laughs> wow. I didn't need to hear that, but we'll carry on. Um- <laughs> How do these people meet their friends though? <laughs> these people some people were like basically saying how like the most standout response like it wasn't even like oh wow a majority are saying this i'm saying the most common response out of hundreds of these responses okay was that they have met their friends from attempted dates that is so queer and it is i'm like nothing gets more queer than that because yeah. in a heteronormative society yes men and women can be friends like that's so ridiculous people think that they can't but i'm also like most of the guys guy friends like they meet they, they would they would never say oh yeah i, I tried, tried to fuck <laughs> mark and he said no so now we're friends yeah let's just be best friends steve like that doesn't yeah. happen but in the queer community i was like blown away by this so then i did another poll and was like how many people would say the majority of their friends are failed dates and like over 50 percent said that that was the case that's very very queer and i'm like it does not get more gay than that that's why I- so many queer people have also like fucked their friends too. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I started to think about it cause I thought, Oh, that's ridiculous. And then I started not ridiculous. Like I think that's a bad thing, but I was just like, that's a crazy amount of people that feel like they met their friends that way. You also get some fucking intimacy out of the way. That's for sure. That's, you just get right to it. Yeah. Right to I'm it. Not going to really have any holdups in conversation after that. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's like (laughs) it's such a weird dynamic though because then you know like when you're meeting your partner's friends you're like oh you're all the people that they've fucked yeah it's like which is fine but it's just like such like a queer like not exclusive thing but like put it this way with my like straight friends yeah. if one of them was dating a new guy like she's dating a new guy and she's telling me about it and she's like oh my god i went to this party and it was so crazy because 
this girl that I know that he used to sleep with was there. Like that would be like a yeah. storyline. Like, can you fucking believe what are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? Whereas like in the queer community, it's like try and find it's one like, of their we friends. We went to a party <laughs> and there was no one she had fucked there. <laughs> like, like that would be a <laughs> yeah. shocker. Yeah. That would no, be it's wild. It. Yeah. It's the opposite. I know. It's so crazy. But yeah. So then I started to think about it. Cause I was like, is that the case for me? And it's not, but like one of my friends, one of my longest friends yeah. that I've talked about on this podcast before, Dana, we met when she tried to pick me up and buy me a tequila shot at a bar. Pick you up physically. <laughs> <laughs> she just came up and was like, yeah. let's she see just how fireman this <laughs> threw you over her shoulder and then bought you a shot. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah, she just like hit on me at a bar. And funny story, I literally was like, Oh, thank you so much. I'm flattered, but I'm actually dating somebody. And then we got talking. She's like, well, let me buy you a shot anyways. Like, where are you from? We were at a straight bar. So then we just kind of bonded over that. We were both there with our straight friends. So then we just got talking. And I mean, as the queers do, failed date attempt, turned friendship, and very quickly realized that the it's girl a classic that, pipeline, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Very quickly realized that the girl that I was dating was one of her really good friends. Yeah. Of from course. like high school. Shocking. And I was like, oh, nice. okay, nice. So like I'm not surprised that, that happened. And then another one of my friends. Same thing. Like yeah. we we went on like a couple dates and whatever and then now it's a friend. Me and you, for example. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Fucked on first meet. <laughs> <laughs> and then platonic from there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's interesting to me because I wouldn't say I'm like at the point that a lot of queer people are at. Yeah. But it was weird that I never even like had thought about the fact that, yeah, some of my friends are that. And for my straight friends, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. Or very rarely. I... I'm bringing this up two episodes in a row just okay. to incite more violence within you. Oh, God. But I honestly think that one of the best things for me for friendships, and I know I'm, I, you can bleep all of this. Is people living in L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. I just really, like, when I know someone's in L.A., I mm-hmm. know we're going to be best friends. Yeah. No, I do think over the pandemic, one of the best things for me was mm-hmm. gaming. Right. And I do think, obviously, meeting a group of people Mm -hmm. to game with is probably a little difficult, but I'm sure there's forums and reddits for all that Mm -hmm. discords, like they're out there, Mm -hmm. but it was so nice because there was weeks that we physically weren't allowed to see each other. Right. And I could game with people and I felt like, cause usually when you're gaming, you feel like you're antisocial. But in a pandemic, when you're gaming... You feel very social. Incredibly social. Right. (laughs) So that, I think, was really nice. That probably um, did help my mental health for a good while. I just want to put it out there that I asked to be included in that. And Yeah. You wanted to sit behind me and watch. I asked you, like, six times. Yeah. Hey, next week, if you're gaming... (laughs) Like, I'd love if you let me know, because I, like, love to watch people game. And you're like, yeah, for sure. And then I just never got the invite, which is kind of strange when I start to think about it, but... Anyways, so so I think that was really good. But Mm. I also do think that something that is hindering a lot of queer people in the friend-making process. And I think this is the epitome of what this podcast is also about. Mm -hmm. Is that a lot of... (laughs) What is this podcast about? I'd love to know. I'm getting there. Okay. (laughs) Drum roll, please. (laughs) I think a lot of queer people would find strong friendships in other queer people that are not necessarily in the same fucking 
letter of the alphabet of LGBTQI plus. I agree. And I think that is a huge holdback for people. Mm -hmm. And we have obviously talked that lesbians and gay men Mm -hmm. (laughs) do have a lot of differences, but there are a lot of things that we have in common. And some of, I would say at this point, I have more lesbian friends than I do gay male friends. Yeah. And I have so much in common with them. Right. And I think that that, so that's what this podcast is about, by the way. It's true because it's like, yeah. Gay man. We found love in a Lesbian place. woman. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it was a drag show. And was it was the a drag place. show, yeah. But yeah, I d- like genuinely do think that. I think there's I like that weird mental holdup that uh, you won't have a lot in common if you like both don't like dick. Mm. But, <laughs> but I also think that goes back to the circumstantial situation of how you meet people because we've talked about before True. how like queer spaces are so different. And when you first started going out and making friends, you were going to like the brick and mortar gay cis male spots. And I was going to like the second dumpster in this back alley behind one of those spots for the party that happened every two months. Exactly. So it's like, I don't know if we cross paths unless you like came to throw something out. That's true. But then my, this would be a call to arms for gay men as well, Uh that you need to like stop just going to circuit parties (laughs) and stop being a racist and a piece of shit. Uh, Yeah. yeah, That also will help you in your friendship struggle. (laughs) But but like when I go to just kind of a queer event, not Uh a gay male event, like I love talking to people and I feel like half the time people are taken aback because I'm like a six foot one white gay right and they're like why is this creature talking to me but then like half the other time the 50 percent is me having a blast that's very true because i am honest thought here very intimidated by gay men when i'm talking to them and i've talked about this on the podcast before yeah. that i feel like stressed that i don't have enough to like relate to them to which is so ridiculous because as we've talked about again on this podcast before like so much of that has to do with stereotypes i'm like oh i don't like fashion enough i like you know I don't like my makeup's not done enough. Like I don't look like Britney Spears. So they're as a woman, like I'm not someone that they want to associate with. Yeah. And but like, there's ugly gays too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. appreciate you for that. Yeah, exactly. You'll so find your people. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, Sean. I saw. (laughs) Like, how devastating is that? That's a big blow. And you know me because I'm very anxious. So, like, now that's just going to be a whole whole ordeal. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about that comment you made last episode either. What comment? About um, people asking if the end of the podcast was coming because it was actually them wanting the end of the podcast to be coming. Oh, yeah. That stuck with me. But see, like, now my my concern is the new thing of them being like, oh, it's so weird to see this on video. And I'm like, oh, do you hate it? It's so weird to see your faces. <laughs> I was like, that's a nice sentence to read. It's, there's something really weird about your faces when you're doing this podcast. That's a face for radio subtweet, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're like, I can't put my finger on it but i just hate the way your face looks (laughs) i just can't put my finger on it but i wish this wasn't in a video (laughs) can't quite figure out what it is though (laughs) it's like a whole new thing yeah but yeah and then okay the final thing that i wanted to talk about is a lot of people were my dms and i want to hear your opinion on this and we're like just go up and talk to people Mm. and Here's my thing, and maybe I am the problem, okay? Yes. 
Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am the problem. Conf- yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. We've already figured that yeah. out. Um, when we talked about earlier in this podcast about how like going out and spending time with friends can be rare to find as you get older. Yes. Right. And as your friends diversify, because not everyone, I think when you're younger, you sometimes have like the same group that always hangs out together. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, oh, I want to go hang out with my guy friends. They're doing this. Okay. That's a night that I'm not hanging out with you, that I'm not hanging out with other people. Sorry. Just have to finger your fucking thing again. And it's like the friendship schedule is busy. Okay. And when I'm out with a friend that I potentially haven't seen in like realistically in adult life in like a couple months. Right. And it's extended even more because of the panorama. It, I wanted to spend time talking to that person. And I had a situation about a month ago where I was out and I was talking to this person that I hadn't hung out with in literally like a year and someone came up and joined our table. Okay. Okay. They asked, but I'm like, you can't say no. Right. It was one of those situations they really came over they're like, hey, I'm new to Vancouver. I don't know a lot of people. Can I sit with you? Okay, so you are the problem. And I am the problem. Yeah. Right? Like I'm absolutely the problem. I, absolutely I said yes. Yeah. Absolutely I said yes. And I actually quite enjoyed talking to that person. Right. But there was a part of me, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, now I can't catch up with this friend the way I wanted to catch up with them. Because now I'm I'm talking to you like a new person. I'm not gonna be like talking like I talked to my friend where I wanted to like get down to the nitty gritty of it. What's really been going on. Now we're talking about surface level. Where'd you move from? You know, the, like that kind of stuff. So it's like, I much, I, I much appreciated their bravery and I really actually enjoyed talking to this person and we connected and that was great. And if I see them out again, it'll be fantastic. You know, social media, friends, blah, blah. But, (laughs) but I'm saying, do you get what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know exactly what you wanted my input on. <laughs> like, do you, get, do you feel the same way? Like, do you think that social th- etiquette wise, it is okay to go up to a table and be like, Hey, can I join you? Absolutely. <laughs> See, like maybe I just don't know this. I don't know how to make friends. Do people do this? I think it takes a lot to do it. So I would be impressed. Um, if they're having an intimate conversation, I probably would not join that, but right. I don't know. What else are they going to do? They obviously just, you, you want to catch up with your friends? You, you know what? Them. You know what my rule of thumb is? Mm. My rule of thumb is that if there's not three or more people at the table, you don't sit down. Oh, okay. I, I thought about this rule of thumb after three this Three or more is a me. party. Two, two people. Two people is a fight. Could be a date. Could be a fight. <laughs> could be a date. Yeah. Okay. I actually had this happen once. We're going over time. I don't care. I had this happen to me once. I was on a, another exclusive. <laughs> I was, I'm clearly passionate this about this topic. Is really keeping me modest here yeah it is <laughs> i have no underwear on under those <laughs> there's just no pants in no. general yeah <laughs> it's like just a little like loincloth um i went on a first date one time yeah with um a person a girl and i um was on a first date and we went to this restaurant bar kind of place and we're sitting there and we're chatting this guy comes up says, hey, remember me? I used to work with you to the girl. Can I join you for drinks? 
Hmm. We were like 10 minutes into our fucking date. I just met this person. Well, that's I don't bad know on if them they're for saying yes. I don't know if Did they're they out. Yes? I, yeah. That but I didn't know if them. they were out. I didn't know the situation. This was like way back when I was like stressed. And then I had to sit there and pretend that I was like their friend that they already knew because they didn't explicitly say like, hey, this is so-and-so. I'm on a date with them. Right. I'm sure if they would have, the guy would have left. We sat with this guy for two hours. And then we left and I was like, okay. And they're like, I'm so sorry about that. They were mortified. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Cause like, I get when you just like easy answer, you just like spit out. Yeah, sure. And then it's like, oh my God. And then the guy just didn't leave. Yeah. So I, I like that's very much read the room. I just think it needs to be three or more at a table yeah. or it needs to be very solo pointed. person. Solo. Actually, no, that's worse. Cause if I'm sitting solo, I eat alone a lot. I don't want to talk to. Oh, I, I don't, don't want to talk to him a lot. I don't. This is clearly a problem. For <laughs> Let's me. circle back to the beginning of the episode. I hardly ever eat alone. I eat alone quite a bit, actually. <laughs> about it. I'm getting that. Okay. Well, this was fun. But like, no, if you were out a bar or like you were walking on the street, that sounds. Don't approach me <laughs> don't on the street. I'm constantly <laughs> spooked. Um, <laughs> I've got my keys between yeah. my knuckles. I'm ready. Um, I guess there is no situation that I would really be. No, I hate that because like I, I've had too many situations where I'm trying to eat alone or have a coffee alone and an old middle-aged man will like sit beside me and just start rattling off something and I'm like, okay. just trying to enjoy myself. So never talk to Brie out. <laughs> She's not, not getting any more friends. I think. <laughs> so yeah, so synopsis of this episode is I want friends, but I don't want anyone to talk to me. And um, that's that. I think you summed it up beautifully. I made one attempt and I'm over it. Yeah. Like I did it. I tried and it didn't work. And now I'm like, eh, we're good. I feel like I am your most recent friend, as you said, and I have really overcompensated on the uh, friendship level. We have a podcast together, so you should just really I just just let it let it happen. <laughs> just count your blessings. It's so sad to me. I'm never gonna like talk to anyone else ever again. But it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wherever you're listening, thank you so much. Oh, the freaking camera's about to what die. It's good timing. We gotta go quick. Oh, that's battery. It's, bad. oh. it's, it's about to end. It's all about to oh. end. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you're listening, make sure to subscribe if you're watching. Follow if you're listening on wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a review. We're up one thousand percent on reviews. One thousand percent. One thousand times more reviews since I started bullying people to leave us reviews. I can't figure out what that means me neither but i just know it's a lot it just sounds impressive 600 times what does that mean (laughs) i don't know but we don't have time we don't have time (laughs) leave us a review five stars only follow us on instagram at i can explain podcast and personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson and click the link in the bio for merch the holidays are coming up and if you want to become a patron so you get the video every monday five days prior to everyone else (laughs) <laughs> that was no, the easiest way it. I could that say it. That was actually good. Right? Yeah, stick with that. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we will see you. No, around. no, we're supposed to do the thing. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. Oh, we look. Sorry, I'm new. <laughs> Until no. next time, we will <laughs> see, see you around the neighborhood. <laughs> Yikes. But if you do see me around the neighborhood, don't don't say talk hello. to me. Or you're gonna get keys to the throat. <laughs> I actually do talk to me. I love talking to new people. I just get anxious. Okay, bye.